Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Having It All. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I bring you conversations and insights that explore the question, what does having it all mean to you? My goal is to leave you with stories you can relate to and messages you can take action on so that you can create an abundant, loving life. I am so excited that you're here to hang out with me today. Now, let's jump right into this episode. Today, I have a very unique and special episode of the podcast for you all. Uh, It is unique and special for two big reasons. The first reason is that I am not alone here in the studio. I have someone with me here in the flesh for the very first time that I've done a conversation uh, where I can stare at the person across from me. And the second reason why this is a unique episode is because the person I'm staring at is Sarah. My beautiful, amazing, powerful wife. What's going on, Sarah? Say hello to everyone out there. Hello, Bivens. Wow, what an intro. I am honored because I am not just your wife, but I'm actually a fan of the show. I really, really enjoy the show. I listen to it, as you know, as I'm in the car and on my commutes, and I love it. So, you know, I've listened to all of, all of your episodes and I have stuff from all of them that I've really enjoyed. So now I'm excited to be part of that roster of people to be on having it all with Matthew Bivens. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now you're now you're on the other side of, of the uh, of the operation. Um, so for everyone out there who is listening for you right now, it might sound a little different than normal episodes. Um, the reason is because we have a slightly unique setup going on here to accommodate both people. Um, normally, my my uh, the studio is set up for single person, and now that we've got two, actually three people, we have three people here in the studio because Sarah and I right now are pregnant. So we got baby Maya hanging out with us, making her podcast debut, and uh, we're at week twenty four. Yes, week twenty four. Um, so again, it might sound a little different because I have uh, a unique setup. So if there's any echo, if you hear us moving around or drinking water, just uh, yeah, just know that's why. So today's episode is a continuation from last week. Uh, last week's episode is called, I'm pulling it up right now, it's called How Do I Make Sure I'm On Path to My Greatest Self? Um, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I encourage you to check it out. Um, you don't need to listen to it before this one, but go back because the topics are very, very similar. Um, At the end of last week's episode, I left you all with a cliffhanger. 
Uh, we were talking about being on path and the importance of feedback to make sure that you are on path in life. Um, I create, I, excuse me, I told the story, um, I guess the analogy, story, analogy, I don't know, of an airplane and how when an airplane takes off from its destination, from, from its starting point, headed towards its destination, it uses feedback along the way to make sure that it's on course. And the reality is that an airplane is not, is, is off course more than it is on course, but it is that feedback that helps it get back. It's those instruments that tell it the altitude and the direction of the wind and you know, the bearing to make sure that the plane can make slight adjustments to get back on path. That was the topic of last week's episode. And I ended by saying, if the airplane doesn't know where it's headed, if it doesn't know its final destination, then the feedback is moot. It doesn't really matter. And knowing your final destination, knowing where you're headed can also be, be described as having a mission statement. So that was the cliffhanger last week leaving you all with this concept of mission statement. And that is where we are picking up today. So the reason why I brought Sarah in here and why Sarah is my guest today is because you are an expert when it comes to mission statements. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are. And I say that not only because you've created mission statements for yourself, a number of them. How many have you created so far? I'm probably on my third iteration right now and probably and do to uh, assess a fourth so move into that next stage so that's that's the cool thing about it it's always growing and evolving it's this living breathing thing you don't just write it and tattoo it on your forehead or etch it in stone and that's that's the end of it you really it it grows with you so I feel ready to move into the next stage of of my mission and that's you know Sarah has you've created a number of mission statements but you've also helped so many people create mission statements of their own, because that's one of the, the core things that you do with your clients mm -hmm. as a lifestyle coach. Mm -hmm. And that's why I wanted you here as an expert. Um, you've studied mission statements. You've been taught about all about them and about the processes and everything that goes into them. Um, you've done dozens and dozens of mission statements with people. And the two of us have created a, a, a program to help people put go through mission statements. So when it comes to mission statements, you are the expert, definitely in this house, mm. but uh, broader as well. Well, thank you. I received that. <laughs> I feel as though I can wear on that title or that role because of all of the powerful experts I've been able to be around. I'm so grateful for the coaching and the mentorship I've been able to receive. And I think that's what is a huge contributing factor to my ability to then go out and be able to do it for others. So it's really just this, this cycle, my way of expressing gratitude for the space that's been held for me by so many to now carry that on and do it for other people. So it's mm -hmm. really just this, not an obligation, it's a responsibility that I take on joyfully that now I have this information, I have these tools, I have this power, really, it's, it only improves the world around me to assist others in doing the same. Absolutely. And especially with something like a mission statement, mm -hmm. um, because they can be so instrumental in helping people achieve their greatness. Um, because essentially what a mission statement is, is it's like a North Star, mm -hmm. you know? Um, for the, for you listening, if you, if you are kind of thinking, well, what are you talking about with a mission statement? Mm -hmm. Think about your favorite brand, right? Most most businesses, most brands 
have some sort of mission statement that you can find on their website. Or if you go in their office, their mission statement might be written on the wall. I know that was the case in the startup we worked at. Mm -hmm. We had the mission statement and the values written like literally on the wall. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's a context that most people can, can, can get with when it comes to mission statements. And they kind of operate the, the same way, a business mission statement versus a personal mission statement. Because the business mission statement really helps the business and everybody involved in the business know the direction they're headed. Mm-hmm. It helps everyone know what the business is playing for. Mm-hmm. It, it, it sets that, you know, it sets that standard. It, it sets that end destination. And like I said, it's a North Star. And a personal mission statement does exactly the same thing for your life. You know, it's what you're playing for in life. It sets that um, that objective and it kind of puts a flag in the ground. Boom, this is what I'm playing for. And, you know, that's how you can measure everything against all your decision making. You can measure your job and your career. You can measure mm-hmm. the partner that you're potentially thinking of, of shacking up with. Um, you can measure those things against your mission statement to see, is this going to help me get closer to my mission statement or further away? A mission statement. Mm-hmm. And before you even get to that, before you lay that that stake in the ground, there's all of this self-discovery work to do before it, mm. which is what I really enjoy and what I love taking clients through is this self-discovery process of what even matters to me? What pisses me off? Yeah. Who do I hang around? Who do I want to hang around? How do I contribute to the world around me? How do I want to contribute to the world around me? You know, really evaluating and doing this self-introspection to then be able to put out this bold statement, right? Of, okay, now I'm clear on who I am. Now this is where I'm going. Mm. So there's all this back work that takes place before you get to that that statement. And then and you take yeah, it from there. Exactly. And, and uh, Sarah, I'm going to ask you towards the, like the second, third, mm-hmm. or towards the end of this conversation, I want you to take us through the steps, the process sure. for creating a mission statement. Because, you know, if, if we've piqued your, your curiosity, um, listener, if, we, if we've kind of sparked something in you, I want you to be able to walk away from this with some concrete steps and a concrete process that you can take yourself through to then develop a mission statement. So we'll get to that a little later on. Um, but right now, what I want to do is I want to read something from a book that really is the first place that I heard about a personal mission statement. Um, and that's the, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People from Stephen Covey. So there are seven habits that Covey goes into in this book. And the second habit is begin with the end in mind. And so let's go back to the plane analogy. When we're when the, the the pilot and you know whoever is is coordinating the, the flight, when they begin with the end in mind, what that means is they know they're flying from Atlanta to LA, mm-hmm. right? So LA is the end in mind. So keep that in your head as I read these excerpts because we're doing the same thing with personal mission statements, right? We're thinking about our end point. We're thinking about what it is that we want to create, what it is we want to experience how we want to feel. We're keeping that end in mind as we go into this process of developing a mission statement. So I have a a quick paragraph I just want to read straight from Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. The most effective way I know to begin with the end in mind is to develop a personal mission statement or philosophy or creed. It focuses on what you want to be, character, and to do, 
contributions and achievements, and on the values or principles upon which being and doing are based. So that is straight from seven habits. That is the essence of what the personal mission statement is, right? It focuses on what you want to be and what you want to do, what you want to be and what you want to do. And then it looks at the different values or principles upon which that being or doing is based. And that's, I mean, that's powerful right there. You think about the impact of having a statement like that, having that personal philosophy or creed in your life, just the power that simply having a personal mission statement, what it can do for you. Absolutely. I, I, don't, I don't have much more to add to that. That really sums it up awesomely. The being and doing. Yeah. You know, I think it's really poignant that that came at the end of the statement because it's really about the being and the doing and what you're proclaiming when you put out a statement like that. Yeah, and, and let's talk about what it was. Do you remember what it was like before you had a mission statement? Yes, I can. I can glean some some memories here and there of just some of those feelings of being lost and maybe frustrated or not knowing what I wanted to do. I think the the letdown can be bigger with certain things or you, you get feelings like disappointment, right? Because you have attachment to things because you're not clear on what you're doing or what you're playing for, what you're about. So it can be really easy in a state like that to blame other people, right? right? Because you're not in a space of responsibility. You're not taking full ownership and power over your actions or, or what shows up in your life. So I can... I, I can kind of remember some of those moments. <laughs> I, I remember vividly in high school and college, um, undergrad and even through grad school, the feeling of being lost mm. and the feeling of not having a direction. Oh, yeah. And the amount of stress and anxiety I allowed myself to experience because I judged feeling lost. Yeah. And this this need or this overwhelming thing, this tick, this, this almost like a tumor that you need to figure it out. Yeah. What is it? This elusive it when really now looking back, of course, with the the understanding and self-awareness that I have now, it's about figuring you out, not it. It is this external thing, but if Mm. you can work from within, figure you out in a loving, patient process you know which takes a lot of support and time and energy if you do that then it kind of falls away you don't necessarily have to figure anything outside of you out because you're clear on who you are and who who is expected at 15 to figure themselves out right you know and and it's it's funny i uh one of our favorite comedians is louis ck and he has that (laughs) joke about about um I guess millennials. Yes, talks, young, young people who had a job ever doing anything. Well, no, no, he talks. Oh. <laughs> he's talking about young people, and he's like, "What? Do, what am I going to do mm, with my life? Like, yeah. what am I going to do with my life?" And and the punchline <laughs> of his joke is, "All you, your whole life needs to be shoveling food into your mouth and then crapping it out the other side." Yeah, that's all you <laughs> actually need to do. <laughs> but what I love about that is, I have absolutely said the question to myself. What am I going to do with my life? And I know that so many people out there 
who, you know, doesn't matter what your age is. I, I've heard people in all different you know, spaces in life say that question. And a mission statement doesn't answer that question for you. Mm. You know, a mission statement isn't, I am going to become a doctor. That's not a mission statement. Right. Right. But what a mission statement will do is it will tell it will help you clarify what's important for you at this point in time so that you can understand the bigger things that you're playing for. The bigger things could be those values, mm -hmm. could be peace, could be happiness, family. Mm -hmm. It helps you to understand those bigger things so that when you are presented with opportunities, maybe it's a career decision, um, a, a big life a crossroads in life, you can pull out your mission statement read it and say, okay, if I make this decision, is this going to get me closer to experiencing what I wrote in my mission statement? Is it going to, or is it going to get me further away from it? Mm -hmm. And again, going back to my, my high school, my, my college, my graduate self, I can only imagine what my experience would have been like if I, if I had done that work to really understand what was important to me mm -hmm. and to really just think about who I was and what I wanted to experience. Because I think I was asking the wrong questions, mm -hmm. right? Like I was asking the questions of what, and I'm using judgment words, what should I be doing with my life? Right. Or back to the Louis C.K. thing that you said, what am I going to do with my life? Yeah. This idea that a life is something to be done with rather than be with so what do i do with my life rather than who do i be in this life mm -hmm. you know that that context shift what what all the difference that makes it's wild it's wild um so let's jump let's let's actually get into mission statements themselves because cool. we've been talking about them for you know 15 plus minutes right now i want each of us to share our mission statement cool and uh, we'll share our mission statements, and then we'll talk a little bit about them and what they mean to us. So okay. um, you've got yours memorized. I do. Internalized. So mm -hmm. go ahead and share your mission statement. My current mission statement is to love myself completely, be authentic, bold, and vulnerable, while inspiring others to choose a life of joy, balance, and healing. So that's my current iteration. And what's funny about that is this the time where we could jump into a little bit of what comes oh, out of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've had that for for a minute, for a while. And what I've realized through the course of building out our business and growing in my my coaching journey, I really wrote the mission statement for that. So what I just read to you really has become the mission for my 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 passion my my passion work my my business and so i think that's fascinating that i wrote this thinking it was going to be how i was going to kind of unleash this part of me which i think i have in this realm mm. so where i'm where i'm at right now you know I, I mentioned earlier i think i'm due for an iteration yeah I think I made that mission statement to carry me into the next stage of really propelling forward what I'm passionate about and what I want to share with others. 
And so I think this mission statement is now going to kind of float on its way and carry our business. Yeah. And now it's time for me to do a little bit of reevaluating, a little bit of further discovery and see what unfolds out of that. Especially, you know, we're due for a few changes over the next couple months in our lives. I think I'm really kind of shedding a new layer, so to speak, is into who I am. So I'm I'm excited for that process and I'm going to be patient and open and just surrender to what it looks like. So that's my current mission statement and how it has evolved and I think the the purpose that it's serving and yes, to be continued yeah. on my mission statement. So Well, it's great that you you talked about what happens when you create your mission statement. Mm-hmm. You know, things get into action. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And and what's what's incredible is you know, you create a mission statement and whether you're conscious of it or not, things start happening because of what you put in your mission statement. So it's very important that you are incredibly intentional with every word that you insert into your mission statement because every word influences what then happens next. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know for myself, I, I, I'm on my third mission statement. And when I was, when I created my second one, I didn't realize at the time what I was putting out there into the universe and the big games that I was playing that I was saying I wanted to play because of what I put in my mission statement. It wasn't until a year or so later where I, where I sat down and really looked at it with, with Coach, with Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, we looked at it and said, okay, let's let's look at the things that you've experienced in life and tie them back to the mission statement and see, oh wow, the mission statement helped create that. Because you said, Matthew, this is this is this is Day talking to me. You said, Matthew, that you were playing for this type of greatness. Mm. And then boom, it showed up. And the opportunity to be great showed up. So don't be surprised, right? And for for, for you listener, don't be surprised when you put something in your mission statement if the opportunity to be your mission statement then presents itself. Because that's just how that's how it works. You put it out there and those opportunities come. I love that. And flip side of that, just as many opportunities you might be served up to be that, it may not always look like that's the clear opportunity. Mm. So when I say that, I might, I mean, you might be served up with things that look like the opposite of yeah. whatever it is you put out there. So if you are proclaiming or you believe it's part of your mission to be patient you might get served up with a lot of opportunities to test that patience. And you don't look at them as these nicely boxed up, you know, with a bow. Oh, this is my patience, you know, arriving to me. No, it's going to be people that are probably pissing you off and annoying you and hitting all those buttons. Some you didn't even know about because you said you're a patient person. Yes. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's it's incredible. So uh, I'm going to share my current mission statements for um, for everyone right now. Uh, this is, my again, my third evolution of it. And my mission statement is to play wholeheartedly and from a place of joy and peace. To love unconditionally with patience and understanding. To inspire completely through my authenticity, courage, and surrender. To live healthily, honoring my body temple and to create with abundance and confidence. So that is the third version of my mission statement. And um, that one came about because 
of the process I went through with Day, we sat down and looked at my second mission statement, which I'll read for everyone as well. And when we looked at the second mission statement, it was like, holy crap, I'm, I'm, I'm putting out there some big games. And let me, and, and it, you know what, that's, and I want to go back and, and to say, it doesn't mean that the most recent mission, recent mission statement, the one I just read, it doesn't mean that I toned it down. It doesn't mean that I, I decided, oh, you know what? I don't want to play big games because I don't want that to show up in my life. I don't want those opportunities to, to be great to show up in my life. What, what it means is that I became very, very intentional with what I put in there in terms of what I wanted to create an experience. So it actually became more specific mm-hmm. because, you know, you might put something in a mission statement that's very broad, Right. And then, you know, you wonder why things show up the way they show up. So the evolution of mine, and I know yours as well, Sarah, it becomes more specific, more fine-tuned because you are able to create these whenever you want, right? And they, they do evolve and they're supposed to evolve because our lives aren't static and our interests aren't static and our values aren't static. They evolve and they shift over time. And the, the the thing that is helping to guide those and cement those, our mission statement, mm-hmm. needs to be able to evolve with it. So here is my second mission statement that um, that I sat down and really looked at and and evolved a bit. To love myself towards a state of balance so that I can truly give back from a cup that is overflowing and help awaken others to their highest version of self. And the part of that mission statement that was really showing up again and again and again, opportunities to live it, was the love myself. Because I started to really understand what it was like to love myself unconditionally. And opportunities in our lives just came up again and again and again to 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 sit and love myself. And when I sat down with Day and we talked about that and we looked at the experiences that had happened over the past, you know, 12, 24 months since creating the mission statement, it was like, holy crap, those came about because of what we put in the mission statement. And so this new one, you know, the one that I, I read, uh, I read just a minute ago, it still has, you know, loving myself in there. Um, but, you know, again, it's it's evolved and it's more specific. Mm. Powerful. Oof. That was some sexy stuff, Bivens. <laughs> Usually I'm in the car listening and I'm like, ooh, dang, that was great. That was awesome. But now I get to sit in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so let's talk a bit about some examples that we've experienced with other people. Okay. Uh, mission statements. I know you've worked with a number of clients um, to create mission statements most recently. And so mm-hmm. why were they interested in the first place in creating a mission statement? That is a great question. So I think I think a lot of it just comes from the environments that you're in. Mm-hmm. And so if you are putting yourself, placing yourself in an environment like we are in six, seven days of the week, uh, the Your Day Balance Game, that community, I know you've mentioned it before, but it's really a community of people really dedicated to cultivating health, fitness, love, and balance. And it's all about personal growth and empowerment. And when you're in a space like that, I think you go through some stages and you inevitably inevitably take 
one of a couple courses. One is you spin yourself out real quick because some of that stuff is super scary and it's really confronting. And I think you notice that if you're going to stay in an environment like this, and I'm sure there are plenty all over the world where you're not going to take that step into your, your greatness or you're not going to take that time to evolve yourself, you're just going to get left in the dust or you're going to end up judging the crap out of yourself because you're not moving at a certain pace like others are. Anyway, that's one option. I think the other is the more powerful option to roll with it, to surrender to what it looks like and to really dive in. To, yeah, step up. Yeah, see what it looks like for yourself. So the people who I've worked with and have approached me to work on their mission statement have mostly been from within that community and are just at a stage where they're ready to start figuring out where am I going? You know, what's my North Star? And these are people at all different awesome stages in their lives. Some are married with kids, not married, super successful in their careers, you know, 30, 40, 50 years old. Yeah. There isn't a... There isn't a requirement or a set person who steps into this mission statement process. It's relevant to all of us across all demographics, life stages, and and spaces. Yeah. Like that's really cool about it. You've got people who are entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. You have people who are working corporate jobs. Mm -hmm. You're people who are stay-at-home parents. Yes. And again, a mission statement, the North Star for your life does not have any... It does not look like any particular thing. Like, right. You don't have to be uh, an entrepreneur to have a mission statement. You know what I mean? You, you don't have to be leading other people. I you know, use air quotes on that in order to have a mission statement. And the reason why I use air quotes is because uh, we are all leaders. Right. You know, we are all leaders. Uh, at the very, very least, you know, we are leaders of ourselves. Um, and And so the mission statement is something that every leader... I believe needs to have. Right. And to go back to your question of why people are, are ready for this, I think they're starting to become aware of that leadership role that they have. And they may have before that only thought it was exclusive to their jobs yeah. or maybe even their homes. But now they're seeing that they influence across multiple levels yep. and across multiple environments. So the most receptive person for this process and the ones I love working with the most are seeing the changes, you know, seeing the tides rolling in, so to speak, and they're ready. They're ready to step into what that is, and they're they're open to explore, and they're open for feedback, and mm -hmm. they're transparent. The mission statement process is only going to serve you as much as you're willing to show up for it. Yeah, and that includes your your level of transparency and vulnerability. So that's a beautiful thing to watch unfold when I work with people. Mm. And, and when you create a mission statement, it's also you being very proactive. And uh, I want to read another quick passage from Seven Habits uh, that talks about mission statement and proactivity. Stephen Covey writes, once you have that sense of mission, you have the essence of your own proactivity. You have the vision and the values which direct your life. You have the basic direction from which you set your long and short term goals. You have the power of a written constitution based on correct principles against which every decision concerning the most effective use of your time, your talents, and your energies can be effectively measured. So I love that he talks about mission statement being proactive because mm -hmm. that is really what it is, you know, and, and, you know, going back to this, this truth that we are all leaders of ourselves, 
where are you leading yourself? Where are you taking yourself? You know, and and that's where the proactivity comes in. And a mission statement is is an amazingly beautiful expression of being proactive in your life. Mm-hmm. And in this in the passage I just read, he also Covey also talks about once you have the mission statement, he says that you know the power of a written constitution is that you can then measure all of of your decisions against that mission statement. And I mentioned that earlier, but I think it's worth bringing back up. Mm-hmm. You can measure your decision making. So, you know, your career, your choice in, in partners, a project that you want to get into, a partnership you want to form. You Once you have your mission statement, you can say, okay, do these things help me get closer to my mission or further away? And that's so important because if something is going to take you further away from your mission and your mission is based off of your values, it's based off of what you want to experience in life. It's based off of how you want to feel. And the decision you're about to make is taking you further away from that. Well, guess what? You have no one to blame when you start to experience and feel the opposite of what you said you wanted to. Because you put it in your mission statement and you made the decision to go against it. Mm. So a mission statement is proactive. A mission statement is a mark of, of personal accountability and responsibility. And yeah, when people approach you and they say, Sarah, I want you to help me create a mission statement. That's them saying, I want to take a freaking bold stance with my life. I want to be about something. Right. I want to be a badass in this in this thing we call life. Right. And uh, and you're the expert. So help me craft that statement that's going to really propel my life forward in a powerful direction. And it's a tool, right? It's another yeah. it's a tool of assessment. So like what you were saying, kind of measuring things up as to does this align with my mission or does it not? That doesn't mean there's opportunity now to judge whatever you do right Mm -hmm. but instead okay this aligned great or this didn't align and that's probably why it yielded this result so is what it is let's dust it off and move on to the next thing and there are consequences to writing a mission statement that's something I talk about with people when I when I move through the process as well is there could be some people that are in your life right now that may not be there a year from now and it could be people that you would not expect to not be around. Yeah. Your job might change. Your relationship might change. They're just all byproducts of what you've created, what you've kind of uncovered. You know, maybe maybe there's something to the idea that your mission statement, you know, do you, do you write it or are you discovering it? Mm. And even though there's iterations, are you just uncovering now that next layer within yourself and discovering what's what's true for you at that stage in your life? And that's where you feel called or moved to go forward into. Mm, powerful. So I want you to take us through a process right now. Uh, very briefly, the sure. process that you take your clients through when it comes to a mission statement so that uh, that those listening can can get an idea as to what goes into it and the next steps that they can take if they want to, you know, create a mission statement for themselves. Right. So there's a there's a couple of steps. It is a very I wouldn't say regimented, but it's it's very methodical, very intentional process. And I start with looking at values. And when I'm talking about values, yes, what matters to you, but then there's also flip sides of that. I mentioned earlier you know, what gets you ticking. Chances are, if you think about the times when you're most upset, when you're most irked, there's something under that. There's a core value of yours that isn't being honored. And that's why you're really 
revved up about whatever it is. So I really explore that kind of first because it's easier for people to get in touch with what makes them angry rather than what make what matters to them. Yeah. So it's kind of where we start and then it evolves from mm-hmm. there and eventually we get a list of, you know, I'm I'm abbreviating here. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of work that goes in between all of these stages, but we come up with a list of your core values. And what's great about that is when you know what you value most, you know, what your top value, for instance, is, you can prioritize them. You now know what you are aiming to experience in any sort of conflict or situation. So if my Mm -hmm. number one value, for instance, is love, let's use that as an example. I now know going into a situation, whether it's with myself, other people, my end goal in that is to be love or to express love in whatever love looks like to you. Love may look totally different to you than it does to me. So that's also part of the process is exploring what your value actually means to you. You know, it's a word, but what's behind that word? So moving on from values, we talk about things like your gifts, talents, and passions. What things have you been innately gifted with that you can use to serve you and others? Or things that you've taken time to cultivate and things that you have worked on to be so awesome at that it almost looks like a gift. And then what gets you out of bed in the morning? What really excites you? So we talk about that for a little bit, and then we move into talking about your environments. Where are you physically day in and day out? How are you within your personal environment, emotionally day in and day out? What do your relationships look like? And what does it look like for you to feel fulfilled in certain areas of your life, emotionally, Mm -hmm. physically, spiritually, socially, mentally? What does it look like when you are at your greatest self in all of those areas? So then we take all of that together, we, you know, pile it all up we look for consistencies and repetitions and things that, that correspond. And then it just kind of formulates into this, this statement, this, this mission statement of, of who you are and what you're about. It's almost like it, like the matrix or something like the numbers just fall into place because you've done all of that self work because you've done all of that discovery this can take a while. You know, this isn't just, you know, sit down one afternoon and hammer this thing out. No, I mean, you've, I've, I've watched you go mm-hmm. through four or five, six different sessions mm-hmm. with people to hammer out the mission statements. Sure. Sure. So that's a truncated little version for you. Yeah. And what I, what I loved about the process that I went through to create my mission statement is that once, you know, once it became clear on my values, gifts, talents, passions, environment, I I then had all the, like a lot of the pieces and then the next part was really massaging them into place. Yes. Right? Like, okay, here's something I want to put in a sentence. So let me let me flesh out this sentence right here. Oh, okay. You know, this one's a little long. Let me chop it down here. Let me add a word here. Ooh, let me put this sentence before this one. Oh, how am I going to connect the two? And it that was a really fun creative process because mm-hmm. it was like I had all of these amazing ingredients and now I'm going to create something with them. And so mm-hmm. I get to add a little bit of this and move this over here. And, and it was just, I remember that being very exciting for me because I knew I was very close to having this, this statement, this mission, this North Star that I was going to then, you know, write down on a piece of paper and, and hang it on my wall next to, to my computer in the office and put it on the mirror in the bathroom and use it as a bookmark and eventually go from from writing it down to memorizing it to internalizing it. Yes. 
And so, yeah, and so that process was actually a lot of fun. And it was probably one of the first times that I had sat down and actually looked at and really thought deeply about my values, mm. about what I value. Mm-hmm. And, and that part of the process that you take people through, I think, is particularly powerful mm. because you start with a huge list of values and then you slowly start to, to you know, shave them down, down and down. And then I know that you, you have them prioritize their values. Yes. So why is that important? Like I said, I think it's important to know what your number one value is because then you know what you're you're moving with and what your what your intention is whenever you move into a situation. What's really cool is when you know other people who have done this work and you know their values, like your spouse or your coworker or your best friend, you now know how they're gonna show up mm. more consistently because chances are if they've done that work and they know what they value most they're most consistently going to show up like that. So when I'm working with people, I almost always use the example of Day, our mentor and coach. And I know and have known this, that his number one value is greatness. So I remind myself of this when he shows up because he is probably one of the most most consistent person I've ever met. Yeah. When he's kind of given me the fire (laughs) because I am a student of his. And so sometimes... You know, there's those those teachings when I'm not understanding why is he being mean or why, why is he why is he drilling? Yeah. Because his number one value is greatness. Yeah. And when I know that, I don't have to be upset. I don't have to feel personally slighted or emotionally attacked. I know that he sees something in me, and that's why he's doing what he's doing to pull out whatever greatness is on the other end of whatever my resistance or bull that I'm pulling in that moment is. So that's awesome to know because then there isn't this guessing game with people. And so number one value is huge. And then based uh, numbering them after that, it's just really important to know where, because then, okay, you fall down to the next one and the next one. And that doesn't mean any you're less important. It's just how it shows up for you. And you know what, what I've experienced is that once you have those values down and once you've prioritized them, You'll then be presented with opportunities to test or just to see is, you know, love your really your top value or is is family really your top value? Like you'll you'll have an opportunity to choose. Like, let's say family is your number one. You have love that you're number two. You'll have an opportunity to, to, to really test that and to see, OK, is family truly your number one value? And, you know, it's it if you're listening and you're thinking, I don't really want that sort of life test. I don't want to be presented with that opportunity. Well, you know, what's what's interesting about that is you are creating opportunities in your life right now, every single day to 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 test your beliefs, really to look at and to challenge those things that you are saying with your mouth that you believe in or thinking with your mind that you believe. So if you're not intentional about that, imagine the opportunities that are presenting when you are unintentional about it. When it's not in your conscious mm-hmm. mind, right? Imagine what you are creating when you're not intentional and, and not conscious versus what you would create if you were intentional and very conscious about it. So that's kind of how I look at the this this reality of when you put something out there, then you are going to be presented with an opportunity to, to really be it. Oof. Now, mission statement, we've been talking this whole time about, about personal mission statements. Mm. But there are there's another type of mission statement that I want to briefly get into. That's the couple's mission statement. Yes, there are many many kinds of mission. Yeah, statements. there are many kind there are many kinds. Excuse me. 
you know, you can have a mission statement for your business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you and I uh, actually probably need to go and, and create a mission statement for um, for each of our businesses mm-hmm. that we work on together right, because right. each of us are such an integral part of each other's right. businesses. Um, so that's, you know, listeners out there, you can hold us to that. That's a, that's a way to keep to us accountable. Continued. Yeah, that'll be another another uh, another episode. I'll talk about our business mission statements. But um, I did want to get briefly into couples mission statement because that's powerful as well. Yes. You know, if if you, you know, let's say each partner in the in the, the partnership, each person in the partnership has an individual mission statement, like that's one level of awesomeness, right? You can even ratchet that up by then creating a mission statement for the couple, for the partnership itself. And we've gone through that process. Yes. You and I, you and I went through that process. Um, when when did we do that? A couple the of years. first time we went through the it first was time. September, it says here. I'm actually looking in a journal. 2013. Of 2013. So that was almost three years ago. Yes. Well, not almost, but this September it'll be three years ago. And we've done that. We revisited it most recently, a couple months ago. We revisited the, the couple's mission statement and uh, and what's known as a degrace, which is a part of you know putting together that win-win agreement, um, which again is a part of Stephen Covey's Seven Habits. By the way, if you haven't read Stephen Covey's Seven Habits for Highly Effective People, go do yourself a favor. Buy the book. Buy the book. Buy the audio book if you'd rather li- listen to it. And, and just read this thing. And then read it again. And then read it one more time. Because the things that are talked about, that, that Covey talks about in that book, are just so powerful. But I am getting off on a tangent. Let's get back into couple mission statement. And will you read our couple's mission statement? Sure. So this is... The couple's mission statement from September of 2013. So I think we've uncovered that it's time to revisit, but it's going to be cool to read it and see what's come out of it. So we wrote to create a loving, thriving, understanding, and communicative partnership that is building a home, family, and personal growth. And then below that, we kind of broke down what each of those elements looked like to us, you know, home, family, and personal growth. And just reading it and thinking about it now, in the time since we wrote this, we were in a two-bedroom apartment when mm-hmm. we wrote this. And so now we're living in a home. In a home. We are growing our family. Literally. Maya's actually kicking right now. <laughs> uh, and personal growth. I mean, That's been a how many thousands of, our... of hours have we put in individually and collectively? Oh, we've tabbed it up over 2,000 hours. Each, yeah. 2,000 hours of very intentional, um, paying attention to ourselves, deep diving and working on growing and healing. Mm-hmm. Each, like you said. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's like I said, when you put something in a mission statement, um, you're putting it out there and... You know, you you revisit that mission statement a few months down the road, a few years down the road, and you your mind will be blown at what you've accomplished and what you've created because you put it in the mission statement in the first place. I would say it has served us well. It has. And it is it is ready to evolve. It has. Um, now, if if uh, if people want to are interested in mission statements, you and I have been working on this pretty amazing, amazing thing called Humble Badass. Yes, we have. It's our other baby. Yes, Humble Badass really <laughs> is. It is our other baby. And it takes so much of what we've learned in the 2,000 plus hours of 
of intentional work on ourselves, figuring out who we are, what we're about, who we are being, what we want to accomplish. And Humble Badass takes all of that and puts it into this amazing program, an eight-week program that really helps people who are feeling overwhelmed, imbalanced, uninspired. It helps you to know who you are and what you're about, get a grip on everything that is your life, and become a humble badass. And mission statements, not just mission statements, but values, gifts, talents, passions, environment, all of that plus mission statement is in Humble Badass, along with about five or six other different sections that are all packaged together. And so um, I just wanted to put it out there. Check out Humble Badass. If, If a mission statement is something you're interested in, then it's covered and more within Humble Badass. And I'm going to put a link to the Humble Badass page on the uh, the show notes for this episode. So um, if you're in the car right now and you're listening through iTunes or um, or Stitcher or whatever your podcast app is, I would, I would encourage you to, when you're at a place and you're stopped and the car is in park, go to firesidenetwork.com. That's firesidenetwork.com. Search for the show, Having It All. Find this episode. This episode is all about mission statements. And uh, go to the show notes at the bottom of the episode. And from there, you'll be able to check out Humble Badass. And uh, you can also go to, Sarah, your your website, backtocomplete.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O, complete.com. And on there, they'll also be able to find Humble Badass. And what do you have to say about Humble Badass and the mission statement process within it? Gosh, you know, it it just excites me so much. I believe in it so firmly, not just because it's something we've created together, but it's it's a joint co-creation of everyone I've probably met in my life and has had a significant role in my life and everyone that we interact with in our day-to-day here. It's a compilation of experiences, lessons learned, blood, sweat, and tears spent. It's It's all of that. And I believe in it because we live it. Yeah. There's nothing in this that we haven't gone through, seen, evaluated ourselves. So I'm very much in a space of being the type of coach that walks the talk. And I won't work through something with a client that I myself haven't personally done. And that's why this is so meaningful really to me, just because I know the value and the impact of it because I've experienced it. I've lived it. So like I said earlier, you know, what I do in my coaching, paying that forward, expressing that gratitude is, is what goes into my coaching. That, that's what this is an extension of. This is an extension of gratitude to everyone who has supported me and getting me to where I am right now. Mm. And that's what Humble Badass is. It's this beautifully combined entity within all of us of this humble, content, peaceful space, but yet totally intentional Totally powerful and badass. All of that combined. I believe that we have, all of us have that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So um, to wrap this up, I just want to say for for the people out there who don't know what your path is in life, if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling like you don't have direction, then this episode, the topic that we've been covering, mission statements, mission statements are a tool 
to help you find that direction, a tool to help you get on the path. You know, it is what would have made me experience a whole lot less stress and anxiety through high school and college. Um, it is what, you know, last night we were at uh, our meetup that we go to every Wednesday night and um, we have all the newcomers. If it's your first night there, everybody, they, they, they walk up front, they share their name, they share who invited them and they share what they're playing for in life. And a young woman came up last night, probably in her thirties. So millennial, maybe, maybe Gen X. And uh, she said, and I remember this so vividly because I'm thinking we're talking about mission statements tomorrow. She went up there and she said, I don't know what my path is right now. I'm not really sure where I'm going in life. I don't have direction. I want direction and I'm playing for direction. And man, that resonated powerfully with me. So if that resonates with you, then, you know, re-listen to this episode and go through the process of, of uncovering, uncovering and discovering your mission statement and, you know, put in the, the time and the energy and the effort into creating the mission statement because it will become your North Star. It will give your life more, a feeling of, of direction, a feeling of being on path. And, you know, I encourage you be bold and transparent and vulnerable and do that work to figure out what it is that you're all about, what it is that you're, you value, what it is that you're just innately talented at, what it is that you're passionate about. Package all of that up into a statement for your life and then I would love to hear what what happens in your life once you do that. I would absolutely love to hear that. So, you know, jump over to my website, MatthewBivens.com, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-B-I-V-E-N-S.com, and uh, contact me, get in touch with me, and let me know what, what happens, what has happened, um, or maybe what your thoughts are on mission statement in general the process. And uh, this is powerful stuff. And I've just seen so, so much magic happen when people create mission statements for their life. Yeah. So Sarah, thank you so much. Thank you, Bo. I love you. I love you. This was fun. We're going to be doing more of these. Absolutely. I mean, it was part of what we had, uh, we said we were playing for when I started having it all. We said that we wanted to do couples conversations where we hang out and just talk about topics and the fact that I have an expert on all this stuff who, you know, is in, right next to me in bed, who I get to wake up with and go to sleep with every night and hang out with. The fact that, you know, you're so accessible. Um, I, want to, I want to get your genius on record and in people's you know, ears and brains because uh, the, 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 the things that you've experienced and learned and the wisdom you've collected can help help so many people just stop hitting their beating their head against the wall and get unstuck and and become badasses mm -hmm. so i love you thank you for hanging out and uh and chatting with me and uh, thank you all for listening everyone out there go get it this is matthew bivens and here is to you having it all two quick things before you leave first did you know that the Having It All podcast is a part of the Fireside Network? Yep, we are one of the esteemed shows that calls Fireside Network home. That means if you ever want to listen to a show outside of iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your favorite podcasting app is, 
All you need to do is visit firesidenetwork.com and under shows, select having it all. From there, you can access all the episodes, see the show notes, learn about my guests and more. Second, I am very excited to announce that my brand new website is live. Visit matthewbivens.com and you can learn more about me, get plugged into an accountability group and pick up some free content like the Abundance Benchmark. I am all about helping you not only identify what your ideal life looks like, but also helping you on your journey towards it. I want you to experience more abundance and love in your life. So again, you can find out more information about all of that great stuff at MatthewBivens.com. Thank you once more for listening to the show. And here is to you having it all. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.